Hello, this is Jackie Mason. Who else would talk like this? You probably say, I never did anything for you. I'm going to do something for you now. Buckle up. It's a lot safer that way. Let him have it, Chris. 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 There's a button and a switch for everything. You're listening to Aerial View worldwide on the internet. No tricks about this. This is a what kind of radio show is this? I've heard his voice on the tape and it really put the hook in his mind. And the whole sports. Stay in New Jersey and I don't care who we are. Chris, you get out of school. Let's talk. I'm sick of talking. You get This is Adam West. Uh, maybe you're thrilled to buy adventures, right, on Batman there? Hmm? My secret true identity, Bruce Wayne, millionaire philanthropist. Anyway, I'm glad to talk to you all and have the privilege of doing the following. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Make sure the kids hear words. Play the radio. Make sure the television, excuse me, make sure you have the record. What did Joe Biden say today, Keith Hartel? What did he say today? I think it was yesterday, though, but I think he's laying low today. But uh, yesterday, here's what he said. Um, some guy, he said... 
you know, I just want you to ask answer one question. And, and he just goes, I saw on the TV, and this was like an older guy, a large older guy. As soon as he says, yeah, I saw on the TV, and Biden's like, yeah, yeah, of course you did. Oh, that's why I don't live a sedentary wife's lifestyle. I get outside. I move around. Like, he's already sizing this guy what? up. What? He's already sizing he's this guy up with his He's the man? Immediately. What? And, and, and he goes... They say that you got your you you brought your son to the U- Ukraine and you put him in that job and Biden's like he's and it's the moment where they start to move the guy away and Biden's like no let him stay and then he starts Alpha moving in because they're both standing up and they both have mics but Biden is way louder in the mic like okay. over, overpowering him wow and I missed and all he starts of going this? he's like you're a damned liar well you watch it on YouTube later all right but, uh, it's all over but uh, you'll it's, you're a damned liar now I want to see it and. And then the guy, like, after he, like, just, and he's like, no one has ever said that, which is a very weird thing when Biden said it, because, no, people have said it. That's why you're talking about it. Doesn't mean it's true. But he goes, no one has ever once said that once. You're a damned liar. And then he's, he's like, I saw it on Fox and MSNBC. And he's like, you didn't see that on MSNBC. Probably true. Um, but then he goes, so then the guy starts to, 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 to you know, back paddle or whatever. And he's like, no, you, you said I did that. He's like, he's like, look, Jack, get your words straight. And then look, have, Jack. He look, actually said, he, "Look, Jack." Yes. And then wow, this is getting better. He topped it. Better. He topped it because then the guy said some other like, "Oh, you seem like you don't have any more spine than Trump." And then he goes like this. This is exact words. Look, fat. Look. Here's the deal. <laughs> what? You heard me. No. Right. You fucking heard me. Oh, he also he also said he's like he, he challenged him to like like oh, yeah yeah you think I'm not maybe the guy before the footage starts said something about I'm concerned if you're too old to be the president which is hang it. on hang on yeah let's see if this is it I'm a retired farmer yep I'm kind of unique because I'm not a Republican <laughs> so Joe okay. likes that Joe's smiling and laughing uh, I've got turns. two problems with you I got two problems uh oh one. Is your damn near as old as I am. You're too old. Too I'm old? I'm 83, and I know damn well I don't have the mental faculties I did I when I was part. 30 years old. <laughs> all right, the other... Forget that. that that's all. Forget that. I'll answer it. No, no, wait. I got, I got a question I want you to answer. We all know Trump... Uh, yeah. ...has been messing around in Ukraine over there. Holding their foreign aid for who said we shouldn't have the caucuses in Iowa first? Investigate you. We know all. Who said this is great? He's he's, no backbone. We know that. No backbone. But you, on the other hand, you sent your son over there. Uh oh. Get a job and work for a gas company that he had no experience with gas or nothing. Holy shit! In order to get access to, uh, to, for the president. So you're you're selling access to the president just like he is. So you you're got a damn liar, man. That's not true. And no one has ever said that? No one has heard that? I see no. it on the TV. You see it on the TV? No, I know you do. And by the way, that's why I'm not sedentary. I don't like it up and... and, and no, let, 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 let him go. Let him go. Look, the reason I'm running is because I've what been the fuck does that mean? I know more than most people know. And I can get things done. That's why I'm running. And you want to check my shape on Let's do push-ups together here, man. Let's, do, let's run. Let's do whatever you want to do. Let's take a nice People are applauding push-ups, Keith Ortel. It gets, no one has said they might edit out the thing I said he said. Has done anything wrong, and I did not fat? Any the fat? And no one has ever said it. They no, no this is from CNBC. You said I set up my son to work in an oil company. Isn't that what you said? Get your word straight, Jack. That's what I read here on the on MSNBC. Oh yeah, you're right. He's walking you don't towards. You hear that in MSNBC? You did not hear that at all. What you heard? Look, okay, I'm not going to get in an argument with you, man. Well, I don't want to either. Well, yeah, you do, but uh, uh, look, fat. Look, here's the deal. Here's the deal. It, it looks. It looks like. You don't have any more back. Look, facts. No, look, facts. Wait, wait. It's a lie. Any other questions? Yeah. Well, I knew you weren't, man. You think I thought you'd stand up and vote for me? You're too old to vote for me. Now, what does that mean? No, but you see, now you see that you saw that. I got to hear the fat part again. Yeah, Hang listen on. to it and judge yourself. Hang on. 
it's, it's a little hard to back this up. You don't have any more back. It's good to be up. Here's the deal. It looks, it looks like you don't have any more backbone than. It's before that, right? That's what I read re here on the on MSNBC. All you don't hear that in MSNBC. <laughs> Lion sack of shit. What you heard? Look. Okay, I'm not going to get an argument here. Did I just hear Joe Biden say lies? Well, yeah, you do, but... Uh, here, here it comes. Uh, look, uh, look, here's the deal. Here's the deal. It, it, looks, it looks like you don't have any more backbone. I want that on an endless loop. Next time you come... Look, uh, look, here's the deal. I was expecting that to be set here's up when I got here. It, it yeah. looks, I had a busy day. What do you want from me? Look, here's the deal. Fair enough. Hey, that's working pretty it, good. It looks... Uh, uh, look, uh, look, here's the deal. Well, yeah, you do, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, look, uh, look, here's the deal. Here's Holy the, look, shit. Okay, I'm not going to get in an argument with you, man. Well, I don't want to either. Well, yeah, you do. But, uh, what do you think? He was trying to be subliminal? Look, he was no, trying look, to, I'll tell deal. you exactly what I think. Here's what do you deal. think? It, lo it, looks, it looks like I think, you don't have I think that back. what he was going to do, I think he was ready to say, look, I think uh, that... Look, uh, there's two possibilities that are both kind of overlapping. One is, do you see how, like, when the guy says it's about being old, that Biden's just like, yeah, but you really let yourself go, you piece of shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, he I'm immediately fit. went to, like, who's about, more fit. He starts talking about push-ups and, yeah. and, and running. Like, let's go run. And he said, I, and he goes, like, yeah, like, when he mentioned I saw it on TV. And that's where you can see how Biden doesn't get his thoughts out right. Because what he means to say is, yes, you watch TV, and that's why you are in the condition you're in at your 83 years old, as opposed to my fit 78. But then he goes, but instead he goes, that's why I'm, uh, I, I am not sedentary. I, I, I get out and move around. You know, I, I I I don't know. You think he'll get away with that? Well, that he's, totally, you, he's already got away with it. Uh, what do you mean? What it's do you a, mean? Well, for one thing, he already got away with it, dude. They're applauding this shit on every fucking MSNBC. They're CNN. applauding him fat shaming. No, a guy? no, no. They 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 excise that when they show it on television. And what, on, what, what, what what? And also, you notice that when you watch that clip, it said Simone Sanders, the spokeswoman. She said he didn't say that. He said facts, but look, even people. Deal. Let me see it here yeah. one more time. Okay. okay, I'm not going to get in an argument with you, man. Well, I don't want to either. Well, yeah, you do, but uh, uh, look, uh, look, here's the deal. Here's the deal. It, lo it looks, it looks like you don't have any more backbone than Trump. Uh, look, here's the deal. Here's the deal. It, lo it looks, it looks like you don't have any more backbone than Trump does when you're. Oh. <laughs> Boy, he really got booed, didn't uh, he? Yeah, it wasn't his uh, fault. We find ourselves in a very strange moment. Keith Hartel is my guest here on Aerial View on thehoundnyc.com. And uh, heard every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Replays on Tuesdays. There's also a podcast available uh, wherever you get your podcasts. But uh, we live in very strange times when the, the Democratic Party, uh, they're, put, they're betting on this. They're betting on this guy, a guy who's riding around a bus that says no malarkey on the side. I, I'm a no malarkey yeah. slogan apologist. I that's what I, I, I like that. You like that? I think it just you, I think you, it's suitable. You think it skews young? Well, what people, do you what do you like about it? No, they, they, well it's it's funny. <laughs> it plays to the stereotype about him and it makes people talk about it and it, it's a little bit um self deprecating. But when they talk, do the younger people say, What the fuck is malarkey? They don't need younger really? people. Really? Okay. Well, well, they I don't mean, need younger people. This is what I my 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 um prognosis is that They've been expecting this. It's it's more and more looking like the the uh, saga of Trump, where Biden keeps on saying weirder and weirder things. There's three different, and this is one of them. But there's like three different in incidents of him at his own events telling people not to vote for him after they ask him a tough question. What 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 what? One. That's a very strange approach. There was the first one, which was it was a um, immigration activist, and he wanted Biden to promise that they would. Um, See, you know, see some de deportations when he came in office. And then Biden just starts going like, no, you know, we're going to prioritize it so de deportations are criminals, blah, blah, blah. Um, but the guy... Better it, than Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about Abraham Lincoln for? Sorry about that. <laughs> no problem. But so this guy that's, you know, he keeps on coming out with like, no, you have to stop deporting people because my family got deported or whatever. He's got a big problem with that. Right. People, those people. Not a fan of deportation. Yeah. And yeah. and um, so Biden just goes, well, vote for Trump. Vote for Trump. Like he doesn't try to kind of find middle ground with the guy of like, I don't I know that the current policies are cruel. Right. Um, and then maybe make a little apology for whatever they're complaining about. The Obama era policy was, which was really went right into what this is now. Those things are tied together. 
Um, but he doesn't even try to finesse it. As soon as he gets any real pushback, he just says, "Go fuck yourself." You know, you don't. You, I don't need your vote. And he's probably he's he's oddly right. And then the second time it happened was it was an environmental activist. I'm sorry. I'm trying to multitask. That's okay. Make this into a loop. Environmental activist questions him. This um, woman that's his climate advisor. It was sat on the board of a fossil fuel company. This is all very cliche, but so someone, some, 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 you know, a green person, some, some person that some doesn't want the world to burn party down. Party type person, yeah. Or like I you know, get a it. climate, a or climate or activist. Some, yeah. Let's say. Well, or, listen, Jane Fonda had a piece yeah. in the New York Times today saying this is a, a the crisis of our times, and yeah, yeah, you need to go out and throw yourself on the. Uh, yeah. Barricades and get arrested and so on and so forth because climate change sucks. See, yeah, I'm against it. I'm it's against I'm it. a who's for? Are, is anybody for it? I'm There's actually no. You know what? I appreciate it. You it, appreciate? I appreciate a nice day in November. All right. And uh, I, today is it's December. It's 48 degrees outside. Uh, I'm very comfortable. Yes. Two days ago, I was freezing. I like the unpredictability. Right. <laughs> it's like I got. It's got that like um, pulling the jackpot like curiosity. You don't know what kind of day you're gonna get. And that's exciting. There's a lot to like about it, but what about the people who are going to die? What, well, you know, and, while you're enjoying a well, sunny day. No, no. That, see, that's not the thought that I have. The thought I have is like, oh, you know, I look at how it would affect me, of course. Okay, but yeah. like, um, well, well, Hurricane Sandy was very rough on Hoboken. It, like, it was bad. It's like well, we were glad we didn't move there <laughs> yes. when that happened because we got not an inch of water oh in God, our house. It was a well, it was a yeah. disaster. And then you're thinking uh, like, oh no, like two weeks of this, and we're mad backs. <laughs> like, right? Yeah, you're in, yeah, you're gonna have people trying to storm your house yeah. and like. Yeah. Whatever food you have left, or yeah. come on, Ardell, come on out of there, come on out, come on out, and we're coming in. You know what was really weird too is that because coming up, because I uh, where my friend Jeff lives in the Heights, he was on a block that had power, so I was staying with him. So when going up that like uh, elevator at Eighth Street, yeah, the Ninth um, and Congress thing. That, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So at the top of the elevator, there's this like outlets at the top, and it's a bunch <laughs> of like people with their phones plugged in. It's like this is like the new fucking campfire in like, like you know, you used to have a campfire if you were right. like in primitive times. They had to go find the electricity, and so they're they just could... all sitting around this. Yeah, uh, uh, like. Do what exactly? Who charge are they their phones yeah. and their laptops? Like they just need that shit because they have no electricity. So yeah, it's like, like, charge and they're all shit. freelancing and getting screwed, or have nothing they, to do. They have nothing to do. Yeah, they want to watch uh, Netflix. I and did. Chill. Yeah, man. Yeah. Who, who wouldn't? Wow. Well, I, here's the thing. Uh, that, I got now. I'm, st- I'm starting to sound like Joe Biden. Do you notice he says "here's the thing" a lot? And here's the deal. Look, and yeah, he 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 just he's always trying to get people to. I don't know what the hell he's trying to do. It's kind of annoying. I find that annoying. Well, see, the funny thing is, it's like the more that he's like this, it's definitely... Well, here's, here's again, the prognosis I was starting to come to is that... For, um, well, first, let's see how this loop came out. Though, okay, certainly. Uh, look, fat, look, here's the deal. Uh, look, fat, look, here's the deal. Uh, look, fat, look, here's the deal. Try that one. Wait a minute. Uh, look, fat, look, here's the deal. Uh, look, fat, look, here's the deal. I like that too. What do you think? Does it need some more editing? Or is that that work for you? Oh, no, I just made this just for you just now. I love it. All right, all right. So I didn't mean to interrupt your your thought train. Okay. Let's see if we can get it back on track. Listen, Jack. Get, By the way, the phone number here is seven six zero four two two five five two eight. Yes, we can take phone calls. This show is live, so uh, call on in. The airline. Is seven six zero four two two five five two eight, the live line into the studio, whatever the fuck you want to call it. So you were saying, yes. Well, first let's start with Biden entering the race, and from the beginning, all um, criticisms of Biden from within his own party and the younger people in his party, which is almost the same thing. Um, every criticism of him would sound kind of trump like like you're old um you're you're kind of corrupt um you are uh, kind of old school on some level racist like all all that that the, every criticism of him sounded like something they would say about trump and now as his campaign started and he kept on you know he had some he keeps on having these catastrophic weird surrealistic gaffes and ramblings and you keep seeing it say like People have been saying like, oh, this is this ship's going down clearly. But like with Trump, 
every time Biden does some fucked up thing, like this thing here, the numbers, like, steady. Like, no matter what happens in the debates, no matter what weird shit, you, you, heard, you must have heard that thing about, like, uh, yeah, and in summertime, I have very hairy legs, and they turn blonde uh, in the sun. Oh, so, I didn't uh, hear that. Uh, I, did dude. Not, I did not hear that. When did he say that? Well, that was that's an old, I think that was like a 2017 thing that was um, recently unearthed. But just look up. Short, fat, hairy legs. Look up. Um, ro- if you look up Biden roaches speech, I know, or Biden, I know about roaches. That would probably f- come up. What kind of roaches? It's un- if you listen to it, no, it it's seems, unclear. It seems like a it seems like a non sequitur, but I think it has something to do with like ghetto housing because it was one of his. It was something connected with that corn pop story. It seemed like a different part of the same arc because he was telling the story about when he worked in the pool and he's like, how like he's like my my, my I have a lot. Of, I have very hairy legs and uh, my my they turn blonde in the sun and uh, the, the little black kids. And I don't know if he said little black kids or if it's just implied because a lot were standing around him and he was talking about working oh in the black pool, God. which was his civil rights thing. He's like, yeah. they would like to push the hair down and watch it rise back up. And uh, and then he said, I did this these things sequentially, and he goes like, so 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 I know about roaches and I know about kids jumping in my lap, and I love kids jumping in my lap. You're fucking kidding me. I mean, this is just a this is a walking disaster. I, I, I don't know what to talk about first, but we can, yeah. because I'm Greek, I like the alphabet, we can go alphabetically. Okay. Dems candidates, of which we've, we've been talking about Joe Biden for, for uh, almost 15 minutes now. Yes. So, obviously, because he's the front runner, and I, and I keep hearing, and I even heard it today, that he's polling better with people of color of course he than, is. than any other candidate. Yes. Because they're pragmatic, they just want to beat Trump, and they're mm-hmm. like, if this is the person, if it's going to take another old white racist dude... Yeah. To beat this guy, at least he's not as bad as Donald Trump. We're going to throw our... Or or he, he worked with Obama for eight years. There's also that, right? Right. So, but it sounds like... And did you hear the thing where they tried to say, if you knew that Joe Biden had a severe stutter, would that change the way you think about oh, the yeah, things yeah. that he... The gaffes? And I'm like, no, I don't, well, I don't well, think he, it, Here's the big reason, no, though, is what I always do in that talk... Go watch uh, Biden debating, um, what, what what's his name, Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan. And he, oh, he was walking all over him. Like, he, he was yeah. steamrolling him. I saw that with, while like, it was happening. He was totally. I remember watching that. He, he, was, he was fast, man. Yeah. Like, he was getting, he couldn't stop talking and making, you know, congruent sense so aggressively. Like, you'd never heard. And this thing now I mean, it, you know, it goes into that area of like that you don't make fun of it, but it, 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 he's losing a step. Like, there's, I accept he's, he's the not duty. getting it out. This and Paul I Ryan? Know that we are ready. And I know we can do this. Listen to this. Listen. When he grunts, he does that little grunt sound. <clears throat> what the fuck is that? What is that? I accept the duty. And I know that we are ready. And I know we can do this. Eddie Munster, you Eddie Munster looking fuck. Yeah. What a douche. Anyway, uh, yeah, this is a train wreck. We're watching a tra- slow motion train wreck. If Joe Biden is going to be the eventual uh, nominee, I-, I don't know how he'll fare he'll in a debate uh, horribly, horribly. With Trump, horribly, and, because yeah. cause he's not fast. Like Trump will hammer him. Trump will have some front loaded shit, and he'll hammer him. And the thing is, Trump going back and forth with insults aggressively—that's his thing. That's his forte. It's the only. It's his only power. And so Biden, like. Trump will hit Biden with stuff, he, and he'll be sputtering. Like, he won't... Do you hear how you What get, if he just calls him a motherfucker and starts punching him? How cool would that be? Like, during a debate, he just... Joe Biden just totally loses his shit. Yeah. You motherfucker! Because this has been going on for a while now. This whole thing with Hunter Biden is a douche, and there's no way he's worth $50,000, and obviously something shady was up, and obviously Joe Biden knew about it, because his son is a fucking loser, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, so imagine all that pent up. And, yeah. and during a debate, I, I I swear to God, I could see him just like lunging at Donald Trump and the two of them like falling to the debate floor and rolling around for a little. How great would that be? I would you just jump off the couch? Would you yell? It wouldn't happen that way. And here's uh, why. Every time he was attacked in the debates, he he, he folded. He's got no he's got he's, he can't. He like can't a cheap take, suit. He, yes. He can't yes. take incoming. He can't. He can't even <laughs> take it from his own events. Like people make him lose his temper at his own events. And he gets real aggressive with him. Trump, like I said, like this uh, is Trump's look, Trump. Look, look, here's the deal. 
Trump insults you know only other people there are in yeah. Iowa, by the way. Of course. I mean, oh my God. But notice Fa- this. Trump only insults other professionals. Yeah. Factual. Yeah. The, Trump would, debate wise, he would fucking crush him. Whether yeah. that means that Trump would win the election again, well, oh, whether that means he had anything of value to uh, bring to the United States of America, that's a different oh, question entirely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's not even. But, but, uh, so now uh, this is the week that Kamala Harris dropped out of the race, saying yeah. she couldn't afford to stay in the race anymore, and yeah. it wasn't because she didn't make the cutoff for right. the next debate, and that's it right. wasn't because she didn't get enough internet donations. Right. She said, I just can't sustain a candidacy at this point. Here's what it is. After the brief, brief sugar high of her dropping out, when I realized what had happened, I, I was thrown into the, 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 an abyss of nihilism because here's what happened. I mean, you, you, you heard the story of... She By the, the way, I was already in that abyss. Oh, good, fell in, oh, good, so. good, yeah, good yeah, to see you. Yeah, yes, good to see um, you You heard that she had this high level staffer that quit after they dropped a bunch of people after they laid a bunch of people off yeah apparently there's a lot of dissension in that campaign no, there was, well, there, there was really... a lot of disagreement about what to do with her but the, the worst yes yes and um but the one staffer quit her joined bloomberg then the, the staffer what? yes that staffer wrote an open letter oh and my the God. open letter That's like doom here's what the open letter said it said i mean i'm summing it up um but it basically said um this campaign is so horribly organized i've never been treated i've never seen people treated so horribly oh my god now who quits a campaign during the race and just starts hey world um this can campaign is incompetent and they are horrible people and that and that ran in, ran in every paper it ran in the new york times yeah. every media and that i think really finished like so what and bloomberg literally took her spot he got number he's number five now uh, can we specify for a minute i mean i because i didn't uh, I, I remember reading this article i don't remember the details yeah. What did she do specifically that was so goddamn horrible? Well, not her. The, she, not her. The not staff. her. The, the staff. staff. Yeah, or the you know the oh, whole and, and, organization. And, yeah. And you know, uh, I have heard and I believe it to be true that a campaign and the way you run a campaign is a proxy for how you're going to run the government when you get into power, when you build your administration and run things. So if yeah. you can't run a campaign. There's a very good chance you can't run the government if and when you get elected to the highest office in the land. You know, and that was one of the problems with Trump, right? Trump was running this haphazard campaign and it, based, based mostly on social media and Vladimir Putin. And so when he got elected, he was like, now what? Now what do we do? This wasn't same in the shit, plan. Same shit. Right. Caught totally unaware. But, still hasn't staffed like two-thirds of the but, State and, Department. And rotate, rotating personnel and a cast of characters. Like, right. Like the whole bit. Yeah, and he does that thing that Hitler did so successfully. He has like two staffs working on the same problem and they're competing with each other and they're going about it totally differently like the the back channel mm. Giuliani Ukraine channel mm. and the the legitimate quote unquote the legitimate front channel right the front yeah. channel and the back channel so uh and that Hitler loved doing that you know why I, it kept people on their toes I'm not going with the I'm not going down Trump as Hitler road I will I, never go on that road well you know go, I'm not saying that, that Trump road. is Hitler I, don't, I think I'm, it's unhealthy would, to talk to, to put that line I think it's an unhealthy thing to be throwing around it has made the country literally insane, that talking point. No one's recovered from it because they tried to beat him with it in 2016. You can't elect him. He's Hitler. But then when Hitler won, well, you see, they didn't like Trump anyway, but because everyone was hypnotized to believe he's Hitler, that's but why... we that, called like, the last four Republicans Hitler. Not I don't that, accept no, not that. This way. People called George W. Bush Not Hitler with editorials, and, not high-minded people like, here are the serious parallels between the administration well, and George Well, you'd Bush have and, to admit that there are serious parallels. It's not like there aren't parallels. Did you read the, la- the last Hitler biography that... One that goes from his birth to 1933, and it talks... I mean, I was making notes in the electronic version of that of things that reminded me of not specifically Donald Trump, but his administration and the way he runs things. And yes, his rise as a demagogue and a populist, and there was a lot of parallels there. I'm not saying Trump is Hitler. I'm saying he's obviously read the playbook. Like, he's familiar with the techniques of propaganda. He, oh, he knows propaganda inside but, but and then, out. Propaganda so, against him. So you is and I actually agree. What, what was that? Propaganda against him, though. Propaganda inside and out. You're hearing propaganda every day, and that's. Right, uh, I'm yeah. I'm a little tired of it. I, I wish you know we could exit the age of propaganda, but I feel like this is it. This More is than it ever. until we die. But that brings us, to and Tulsi. that's because of social media. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know it's interesting because when I kept hearing that there wouldn't be any people of color on the next Democratic debate stage, 
Uh, I was wondering, what does that mean for Tulsi? She hasn't qualified Gabbard. yet. She, she hasn't still qualified. Qual- she could. Her and her and uh, or she and Andrew Yang are both one poll. They have to qualify. I think four percent and four polls, four recognized polls, and both of them have three. And they both have the donor numbers. Okay, that. so they need a decent poll to come out, basically. So, you know, I... Okay, so let's talk first about uh, Tulsi Gabbard, and then we'll talk about Cory Booker. Now, here's, and, and... here's the propaganda. Um, I started to think... She's a no-good Nick. I heard that. Well, it's no, but she, she has a position of being anti-imperialistic war, and then I want to be... She, she wants to do diplomacy with... Assad rather than send people there to kill people. And, you know, so it's like she gets smeared as you're an Assad apologist. Like, no, she's trying to do diplomacy. That's clear. Um, but what she did was there's there's a one of the things in the WikiLeaks is when she stepped down from the DNC to support Sanders, she gets this message and it, it, it was copied to there was a guy from the DNC and then there's a PR guy. There's kind of like a PR fundraiser guy it gets copied to. And it just is like, and this is from like February, February 2016. Well, we're very disappointed that you're stepping down to make this like kind of uh, performance gesture about supporting Sanders. Hillary Clinton is going to be the nominee. And, um, you know, this is very um, disrespectful to her. So basically, that was the first way she sealed her fate. Then she has her talking points about like wanting to be anti-war. You notice that she's the only person. It mm-hmm. ever says we should not do war. You're yeah. not allowed to fucking say that. You're yeah. not. Yeah. And so here's what I realized is because when Hillary said she might be a Russian asset and Tulsi got a spike, I thought like, oh, that was a mistake. But then I realized it's not a mistake mm. because Tulsi, they never they're not trying to discredit her to to they're not afraid that she has a chance. They want things that she says to be discredited. They want no one to listen to her. Mm-hmm. They want to create like this ick factor. Where anything she says, like I no. think they've been successful, um, uh, honestly. I mean, if you well, want to talk about propaganda, you, yeah, well, exactly. That yeah. is that is it. They have okay. been successful, but not with me. So because she advocates that we shouldn't go to war, and, and specifically, and it's it's a specifically um, this whole the the importance of seeing Putin as like you know Hitler or or Bin Laden or you know whoever whoever the boogeyman like Putin is the current boogeyman like the one the face of evil to us. And no, I would go with more with Kim Jong Il or Un or whichever one it is. I mean, I think North Korea is a little more. Although, did you hear they're encouraging tourism now? They want you to go because yeah. that's one of the few ways they can make money. Yeah. There's all these sanctions, and North Korea. Would you ever turn to the mist and say, "How about we go to North Korea this summer"? What do you think? It would have to be like a long time in the future when it's really like they definitely don't kill people there no more, like. <laughs> oh my god that's never going to happen so i guess we're never going to visit north korea it is a totalitarian regime yes totalitarian regime totalitarian regime totalitarian regime yes well keith artell is with me here we're talking about tulsi gabbard and i do feel she has been significantly tarred and feathered Fully. hey kids try that expression out in the schoolyard tarred and feathered what uh, and she is t- radioactive at this point, right? I mean, oh, she- she's she's considered. Well, here's the weird thing: is that I was saying how there's this some kind of quasi, you know, they have publicists, all these people, and there's some kind of overlap between show business and politicians with the publicists. So, like on the same, like within a day, George Takai, like puts out this tweet that says, like, okay, like you know, I don't want anyone to trash other people's candidates, except Tulsi, just trash her, right? But- yeah, and yeah. then on on the same day, Neera Tandon has a similar tweet, except she doesn't call Tulsi by name, but she says, some people have crossed a line, you know, being friends with or, you know, c- talking with uh, war criminals or whatever. Oh, my like, God. She does that. But, um, so that, again, that's like a, a, we we don't deal with Assad. We bomb Assad. Yeah, yeah. There's no dealing with and. Really, uh, Assad is somebody who has gassed his own people, right? That's, that's so, in question. That's totally that's, in question. That's ab- absolutely, utterly in question. That's oh, really? not proven. And it's it, there's been evidence that it's a false flag and it was some kind of ISIS did that. Like, you know, we really? do that. We, 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 we do shit, to, but that's... that's I, I'm Google not saying... Listen, uh, yes, I, I, <laughs> I said it before Donald Trump himself said it. Yeah, we've done some things we're not that proud. We shouldn't be that proud of. Oh, we of keep on doing yeah. them, though. We're doing them right now. Uh, yeah, I, I have no... Where, what are we doing? Who are we trying to destabilize? Um, I should do a Russia. quick review. No, Ru- Ru- fucking Russia. Absolutely. Uh, no, really? we, Russia, what we're doing in, the, in Ukraine with Russia, 
is sort of like if Russia rolled into Mexico. Okay. And started like, oh, you don't you want to be against America and half of Mexico wants to be for America and then they started sending troops in there just to, you know, <laughs> give the anti-America more of a push. But there's a split in in uh, Ukraine over pro-Russia versus anti-Russia and the thing about anti-Russia they're fucking a lot of them are Nazis for real, li like literal Nazis. Oh my god, the Be plot thickens. But that I goes, had, it goes I... back to World War II, of course. Okay, you know, everything does yeah, in one way or another. But nationalism, like it's the nationalists that want to be separate from Russia. Yeah, the nationalists are where all the Nazis are. In the Ukraine, in, in Ukraine. Ukraine, you're in not Ukraine. supposed to say the. Yeah, I uh, keep making that same mistake. Hmm. Uh, Keith Hartel is here with me. We're talking about uh, Tulsi Gabbard. Let's talk about Cory Booker for just a minute. Yes. Uh, because he's uh, hometown. Yep. Uh, he is. Jersey boy. Uh, he's from uh, Newark, New Jersey. He was mayor of Newark, New Jersey for many years. There were all these stories that equated him with like a genuine uh, Superman. You know, yeah. helping people out of burning buildings, that kind of yes. crap. And really, uh, he's got a pretty good rap. He's a vegan. He. Uh, Dating Rosario Dawson, or uh, yeah, both of those things aren't a plus for different reasons. <laughs> but that's okay though. I'm not, I, I like him. I like him. <laughs> I like him too. I feel like um, you know, uh, it, it, it he could ascend as other people descend. Here's, and, yeah, I, well, yeah. and you know, and and what do you think he's doing wrong? I mean, is uh, it, is is it uh, when you see him in a debate, he's very likable. He comes out with good stuff. It doesn't sound necessarily rehearsed. Sometimes it does. No. Maybe he's worked on a line. Well, some of the jokes are. You can tell yeah, yeah, the jokes yeah. are pre. Yeah, but everybody had that problem. I thought Kamala, Kamala Harris had that pretty they, well, bad. They, they, she, they all do that. And and really, my my problem with her is she came off as inauthentic, unfortunately. Oh, 100%. I mean, and, 100%. And, and I felt like a lot of what she was doing was, was really... Uh, too, well, too, too mannered. Like she had practiced it in a mirror or some damn thing, you and know? so and, and practiced it and didn't get good at it. Yeah. Well, so but Cory Booker, it seems you know more uh, like uh, extemporaneous of the moment, actually mm -hmm. able to articulate on his feet, you know. And so, and and he was a pretty successful mayor of Newark. Yeah. Right? Oh, absolutely. So he turned it around, as they say. Now that could be gentrification if you want to go all dirtbag left about it but still like right. yeah successfully raised brought like, amazon to nurk yeah you and know, cultural like right. you know what they have that what's that place that people go to the nj pack nj pack yeah NJ pack. it's a cultural you know they got they got a thing a scene so going alice there. costello there played for like three fucking hours once wow. <laughs> he played, i think he Sweet. played every song he'd ever written and then all the songs merle haggard wrote and a whole bunch of other people's songs as well uh, you know burt Bacharach and hal david and it just i was like Boy, Elvis gives value for money, doesn't he? Oh, he does. He, <laughs> he loves gives to value keep for money. going and going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It but was a good show, though. It my, was a good Elvis Costello show. My take on Booker is that because he, you know, he's one of the corporate Dems, so I'm predisposed to be, you know. Goldman Sachs? Gold, yeah. yeah. And yeah. in the, the big pharma. Um, predisposed to not be with him. But when he starts talking and I'm listening to him, I find, like, when he tells the story, I feel like I'm getting a sense of this is what he cares about, this is what his values are, this is what he wants to do, and he, I, his, his authenticity, my authenticity meter, you know, um, gives him a thumbs up, like, when, if I'm listening to him talk. Yeah. And what I think his problem is, is that because of the corporate angle, he's not a viable candidate for the, you know, what you call the socialist Bernie branch or whatever. Yeah. And because the way that we're talking about how he's interesting or he seems authentic, he's not boring enough. I think he's got too much, like, eccentricity, which I think gives him charm, but he's not boring enough to be a, a, the people that are centrist to hold him up as, like, this is the stable you know, centrist, normal thing. Well, I think I, too idiosyncratic. I do think he's good at adjusting, and he could adjust. And the other thing he's got that's going for him is he, he's not afraid to, you know, uh, pander to the Christians. He's not afraid to bring uh, Jesus or God into the conversation. You know, that's important. You got to let these people I know. Have a question. Is that a big thing with Democrats? I don't. I don't understand what I keep on hearing them talk about praying. I mean, well, it's you know, me, it's because Republicans have owned that whole thing for many, many years, and and it's not true. Can, I mean, we all know. Republicans are the worst Christians that probably ever walked the earth. They're terrible, well, you know, terrible they're, Christians. They're not really there's the a teachings thing. of Christ and the GOP. There's many, many miles between them. Uh, Sorry. A lot of people that talk a lot about that. Yeah, yeah, a lot of, full times, of shit. Well, it's the people that are con they're trying to convince themselves. They're trying. They feel guilty. So they can't kind of quietly have these values, but every person that was very public. By the way, that, and I'm not saying this just to, to, just to say it. I feel like if some candidate, 
and I don't care who were to say, I'm an atheist. I don't really believe, I believe life is pretty hectic and ram random and mm -hmm. it's full of chaos and the void is always yawning at our feet and you might as well live for now yeah. because no one is guaranteed a future. You could die, a bus could hit you as you yeah. walk out the door of this place. So let's be here now. Let's be in the moment and yeah. God has nothing to do with it. If there's a God, it's the kind of Jungian God. It's a universal unconsciousness. I think that person could probably get a lot of votes. Oh, I think I that person... If they were to come clean and say, and by the way, I'm going to make sure the churches pay some taxes when Dude, I get that, elected. That's another anti-war. They might as well be anti-war while well, they're at it. That's, that's, oh, that's true. That's deal breaker. Everything sucks and people are stupid. <laughs> well, like I always say. I, I Well, a lot of like I atheist... wish I knew how to say that in Latin. It would sound much classier. <laughs> making like, well, making like I find like overt atheists that argue for this. You know, I, I think it right. gets as annoying as religious people. It is. And in some ways, That's it's true. kind of more annoying because they think they're smarter. But like, no, you're on a different like this is the way it is. Right. Thing. You're on a different kick. <laughs> yeah. Different kick, man. You know, uh, I believe whatever gets you through the night, Keith Hortel. That's what I, I believe. Agree. That, should, I, that would make a great song. Mm. Mm. Hey, a jury has found that Elon Musk. Where's my teletype sound? Hang on, you you ready for some breaking news? Yeah, I think I know what it is. Uh, you, uh, you, uh, you've taken peeks at your phone? No, 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 it was right. from earlier today. Uh, oh, I just it just popped up. I'm just reading it now. Sorry, it's uh, he did not defame the cave diver when he called him a pedo guy. Tweet. I didn't know how that was going to turn out. I knew it was going to be about that. So does, uh, has justice prevailed? Is that why you're clapping? Uh, I, 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 wrote, I root for Elon Musk because, you know, he's got that whole Blade Runner mentality. And uh, <laughs> that Philip Dick... You know, I like Philip, Philip K. Dick. Dick really? Yeah, I like guys to exist in the world that make inventions and. Uh, yeah, he's almost uh, like with the right uh, push in a certain direction could be a Bond villain, make well, a good Bond villain. There's this you know? um, high-profile Twitter like right-wing dude that just tweets a bunch of funny shit, but he always tweets about Elon Musk. Is like, why are you wasting your time on these stupid cars when you can be making Westworld real? You could be, yeah. If anybody could uh, bring us to the singularity, I think he's one of the people yes. that could. Uh, but the pickup truck that he just unveiled uh, that looks, uh, you know, to me, when I first saw it, I thought DeLorean from Back to the Future, you know, stainless steel exter yeah. exterior. It's, yeah. you know, he's trying to evoke that somehow. He's trying to do a different pickup truck. And I thought, you know, that's actually a pretty cool looking vehicle. I mean, I'm I could see people that. buying that fucking thing. I'm glad you said that because, you know, he has a lot of, you know, a guy like Elon Musk suffers from a lot of haters. You know, he's got yeah. haters. He's got yeah. a lot of haters. He so just drinks would... the haterade, though. <laughs> yes, that's right. But uh, like on, you know, in on Twitter, like everything was like, this is the stupidest looking car. I can't believe anyone would want this stupid, stupid. And I think it looks like something from like Star Wars because I've been watching The Mandalorian. Oh, it looks uh, like that kind it, of yeah, like, it, it looks also, like an old school futuristic. But you could really Blade Runner the shit out of that truck, <laughs> yes, too, you if could. you wanted to. You imagine painted, you know, matte black. Well, that's also just... like old school futuristic, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can go all steampunk on that. Yeah. fucking truck if you wanted to uh by the way it supposedly will do zero to 60 in three seconds right that's faster than a porsche that you yeah. would go out and pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for and that truck is supposed to come in around thirty thousand dollars forty thousand dollars something like yeah. that if it's fully tricked out i read it's like 59 or sixty nine thousand dollars but that's the one that's the one that's going to do zero to sixty in three seconds. There was a, there I want to see someone do that while towing a boat, though. It's got to be like a big center console bass boat, something like that. Just you know, right down Route eighty. I don't know if they claim that with the boat, but there was one thing that happened was when he was unveiling it at some convention. It was supposed to have bulletproof glass. So he has some guy, I don't know what he threw at it, but some guy, maybe a rock or like, I don't know if it was a baseball or a rock or whatever. I think it was like a, a shot. So you, know, you like saw, oh, some, a shot, yeah, but like, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. you saw this. Yes. And he had to do the whole thing with the smashed windows behind Because yeah. the funniest thing though is the first time he's like, here we go, we're going to demonstrate. And he's like, crunch. And he's like, no, try it again. <laughs> try it again. Like, crunch. crunch. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, it did stay intact. That was the thing, though. It's, it, it was weird because it didn't, like, even though you saw the impression of where the shot went, it didn't sort of cave in the yes. the, the, the window. So maybe these, there's something to it. And I'll tell you I don't thing. know. Unlike hostage UPS truck drivers, I do oh, not need no. bulletproof that, glass. I, that story really made me sad. 27-year-old, oh. father of two. Oh, on that route, it, it was a it's new route it's for this guy, and the awful. fucking police in Florida saw to it that somehow he got shot. We don't know who shot him yet, 
um, if he got shot, he got by, shot by the cops. By the cops? No, that's by... a known fact. That's like oh, the, the, yeah. that's because when I read the story, they hadn't known yet who yeah. shot him. They shot because the cops shot. They shot the um, the hijackers over some fucking jewelry. Did these guys steal they, they, anything besides jewelry? Did they, they steal cash no, as well? well they stole the... jewelry. Um, I only heard jewelry, but also there was an in, there was someone just in another random car that also got shot and killed during that shit. Well, that that sucks, too. That person was probably on their way to the job interview. They had the suit and tie on. Well, the funny thing is, it was traffic, and that's why they were all stopped in the first one. That's the only thing that stopped the chase, right? Because he had 40 vehicles behind them in this UPS truck. And I'll tell you what, man. I think any UPS driver, if this ever happens to them again, they're going to bail out of that truck so fast. They are just going to... They'll, they're gonna they'll they'll just put, shove the gas on and jump out is what they'll do. You know what it you is know? though. He was taking. I would as sooner a take my risks rolling down a hill, you know. But he wasn't driving, and um, he was taken as a hostage, so he might not have been in, had a say. Right. Yeah. Uh, that <laughs> fucking blows. I really hate that man. I like UPS. I'll go out on a limb. FedEx and go fuck itself. Uh, the USPS, United States Postal Service, never actually leaves packages at my door. I always have to go to the goddamn uh, Union City Post Office, which is a little slice of hell on earth to retrieve the packages. So fuck them too. But UPS, they always seem to get the package here. It's a unionized company. I'm all yeah. for that. That's a living wage, decent job. Motherfucker gets killed over for like $500 worth of jewelry. So why did the police engage with this? Why didn't they just let the, you know these people because there are definite rules of engagement about police chases yeah. and this seems to violate because they're <laughs> violate fucking a lot of them they're fucking pigs these in these particular ones were fucking pigs they want to shoot out right. they want to they you know it's it's a it, it is it is that like they they they're in a car chase movie they're heroes they're, they're not going to get away with it these, yeah. these motherfuckers are not going to get away with this but there's yeah. there's definitely a weird thing going on with um you know uh, what cops have been killing people they shouldn't kill that's like a thing it is a thing <laughs> it's been a thing for a while yeah. i think ever since cops were created yes absolutely really? and then, i mean i would go back that far oh absolutely right, the, when did, who invented cops the romans I actually mean, no the cops the way we know them now it was sometime in the 1800s when you started having a lot of merchants in um like you had like um, town squares or whatever yeah cops were invented as we know them to now to protect the property exactly god damn it 1800s that's right yeah. Gotta protect. and that's what they were doing today they're protecting right. fucking property yeah so that uh, listen, you think any, uh, any uh, there's going to be any fallout over this? You think anybody's going to lose a job over this? You think anybody no going to be in trouble over this? Uh, no, no, no. It'll all be seen as justified. Well, the thing is, is because this situation, unlike the other times when the cops get away with it, this was an out of control situation. So the whole argument, and also they were being fired at by the by the oh, hostage takers. By the, yeah, yeah so guess, yeah. so yeah it wasn't like it wasn't like they just started shooting up the thing with no threat like no right. they, they were being fired upon so yes. yeah yeah no they're totally in that case you have a right to return fire well I, I mean in this case i do see it as something where i think it's bad judgment but it isn't that kind of thing where they put someone in a truck and they end up mysteriously dead in a couple of days in a from in the well, he, jail. here's what i hate about it too because let, let's say the police are being fired upon right yeah, the police are far better fortified than the bad guys. They have bulletproof vests, mm -hmm. they have body armor, they have, you know, armored vehicles. They could stay in. They they don't necessarily have to expose themselves to the gunfire. They could wait for these idiots to run out of ammunition, yes. right? And that would be that. Do you think either one of these guys brought extra clips and lots of ammo, or do you think they put a, like an eighteen shot clip in the gun and that was about it? So like once they're out, yeah. they're out, they're done, right? Yeah. So you could roll in on them. Could I mean how? See, this is the cop mentality. Mm. This is the thing that I think has changed over the years as the mm. cops have become especially militarized. Exactly. You know, with the rise of SWAT and so on. Yeah. Is they uh they, they don't like it when you when you put them in harm's way in any way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. And they're gonna they're gonna kill you even if they could have yeah. not been harmed. I mean let's you know they oh, of course they, yeah. they constantly perceive a threat when a threat doesn't when the threat is much lesser than what they perceive. They they just they're yeah. all out of proportion to the threat. You know what I mean? Oh, I do. Um, All out of proportion. There's a movie about that now, right? Through Queen and Slim. There's this movie about this traffic stop. These kids are on a first date. Yes. And they get stopped. Black kids get stopped. Now I sound like Joe Biden. Black kids they yeah, get stopped no, they, yeah. by a fat, by fat 
They get stopped by fat. fat. They get stopped by a, a cop yeah. played by Sturgill Simpson in this case, right? Right. And uh, and he overreacts and he starts firing and one thing leads to another. And next thing you know, now of course this thing you're not talking about a thing that, law. but in this in this one case you're talking about a thing that did not actually happen. No, this is not based on any factual thing. It's a, it's a fictional. I don't film, like but I don't like the idea of that being presented as a fantasy. Like I've read some reviews and I've seen <laughs> like I've fantasy. seen reviews. No, seriously, because really? it, it, there's a wish fulfillment porn aspect of like they keep on comparing it to Bonnie and Clyde. It's where the they're outlaws and it's kind of like. Why fantasize about heroically killing a cop and being justified killing a cop and being chased across the country? Like it's not helping. Like it's 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 um there's a psychological thing that it's where it's it's the zeitgeist of it's feeding I, into a thing that I don't think is healthy of how I, people. Yeah, think. but I, I give these uh, filmmakers a latitude to explore whatever the hell they they might want because something might be revealed from their exploration that's I've, that's I've, of interest to us all. So I, I, I've read I, the reviews. I, I know, I know yeah. for a fact there's nothing there. Well, okay. <laughs> I have not, not having been burdened by having seen but, the film. But before we run out of time, we got like nine minutes left. I want to go through the rest of the candidates because, yeah. you know, uh, there are other people running. There, you know, we, we've got, and by the way, my wish came true because back in, I think, I believe it was September mm-hmm. or August, we were watching a Democratic debate and I saw Amy Klobuchar really for the first time at length and I turned to Sweet Tea and I said, Rachel Dratch should play her on SNL. <laughs> and I Good tweeted call. I tweeted that yeah. with, and I put pictures of them. So I, I edited photos of Rachel Dratch alongside yeah. Amy Klobuchar. And lo and behold, Rachel Dratch Good just call, played. Oh man, yeah, I saw that. And oh, it was I hope great. I hope that that was like one of those uh, things where you put the vision out in the world and it gets picked up on oh, okay. somehow. Well, you know what? I'm you know, sure it was. How yeah, could it yeah. not be? Well, or either that or Lauren Michaels thought the same thing. A well, lot of people might have looked at Amy Klobuchar and thought Rachel Dratch. But, yeah. But you know, the thing is, they have a pretty huge cast on that show. They don't have to bring back they, they Rachel brought, Dratch. That, right. That sketch had. Four ex Returnees. cast members, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it was Fred Armisen, right? Was Fred Armisen, Maya yeah. Rudolph, Maya Rudolph, and of course Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell as Tom Steyer. Yeah, I tell you, it was, it was, uh, it was a. I felt a moment of triumph. But Amy Klobuchar, you think she has a snowball's chance in hell? Do you think uh, she'll emerge after the dust settles and everyone thinks we need a centrist? We need someone from the Midwest who's won in the Midwest and who's been very competitive with Republicans, who's beat Republicans, or, or are we all just sitting there going, meh? Yeah, we're, it's a meh. It's a meh. Yeah. But, I right. mean, just because it just seems like people have already settled into the people that really are just full-on centrist, just let this thing be normal, are with Biden. Okay. And All then right. there's this other, like, if you're trying to be a little bit modern but not go as far as to be a Bernie person, that is like, there's a war. Like, you, you know that thing where Obama said, like, people shouldn't be bickering about candidates? He was in Silicon Valley mediating a war between Buttigieg supporters and Warren supporters. Okay. Wow. So that's, and that's, Interesting. A, it's one of those three. And I, Bernie still has a chance, theoretically. So it, it's that, I don't think that that top four is getting, um, I mean, I shouldn't say that. You never know. If well, let's talk about Pete Buttigieg because you just mentioned him. Now, uh, there's a, there is a article out uh, just uh, today or yesterday about how he was a member of Sleater Kinney, I believe, was the article. What? Or no, maybe it's McKinsey. McKinsey, he was a, yeah, because yeah, McKinsey he worked like for an McKinsey, evil, and right? And they're apparently NDA. evil. NDA. What, what do they do that's evil? They, well, here's one thing they did was they consulted on the fucking shit at the border, like how the. Uh, how they how they oh, how, how, how they ice should rolls. De- yeah and here's how the they thing. should detain people and yes. where they should detain them and, and their initial how many toothbrushes to give them and all yes. that shit. And here's what they came in. They rolled in and said, like, yeah, don't spend so much on the food, like like don't give them so much room. <laughs> and that the ICE officials were kind of like uncomfortable with the suggestions. Are you kidding? Uh, no, it's this it's is true. insane. And but and maybe, he may have worked on that. Is that the rap, or do you think that they're uh, that, that this is the a narrative that's being built in the mainstream media? Well, considering con- just considering what the thing is that made that suggestion, <laughs> I don't even think it makes a difference if he was involved in it because he was in that company and he signed an NDA. So he goes around saying, "I can't talk about that," and basically that should even make him a disqualified candidate because he can't even talk about the shit he was doing. He's a, he's a CIA plant. He's Damien I, from I, the Omen. I, I don't like him, and it's and it has, you know. I, I listen. I don't know. I said to you last time here. I still feel this nation is too homophobic to elect a gay person. But um, if they did, but, it would but, be someone that sucks that much. Well, the the, the thing is this too for me. <laughs> the thing is this too for me. He just he also seems inauthentic. Like when I see him on stage and or at a debate, there's something very calculated. Oh, about yeah. him and and 
and I, I maybe that's the way I judge candidates because mm-hmm. I feel like I I want to see like r- really like how real is this person? Are they a real person? Or are they they're saying whatever they need to say to get elected? You know, I, I feel yeah. like there are two two kinds of candidates. Just to you know really make this broad before we run out of time yeah. here, the kind who seem to be driven by some actual motive to make things better, mm-hmm. to change things, whatever it might be. Uh, even personal enrichment, like the current president, what, whatever it might be. And then there are people who are just like, it's pure ego fulfillment. They just yeah. want to be president. You know, they, they, I'm not sure they know, you know, like what they're going to do when they become president or really. And people to Chet strikes me as the guy is like, well, this is the natural culmination yeah. of everything I've done all my life. I should be president. I, I would like to point and, out, there's no doubt in my mind that Trump as president is more ego than money. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so well, he's, that's he's that's true, too. Yeah. Because the buildings, the large, the tall buildings were also about the ego. As well, well, he always and, wanted the respect. Like, it's right. like, and, and he's still not now. Now he's still Fredo. Well, yeah. World, well, it keeps on. It's like it's his whole life. So when people were Justin saying. Justin Trudeau is laughing at you. He's two-faced. Macron. He's two-faced. He's two-faced. But. Yeah, well, that's it. We're, well, that's I, true I because when the... he goes to you know Quebec, he's got to speak French, so it's yeah. kind of true. Oh, and there's a blackface joke <laughs> insert oh, here. There's that. Well, that's true. I mean, there's no picture surface yet of uh, Trump in blackface, right? Yeah, but we, no. and we haven't seen any yet. But yeah. Justin Trudeau, there were several. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Well, yeah. here's a weird thing: Trump has more black support than Mayor Pete. And whatever way Trump is supposed to be racist, you still go through his history. He's always like in Queens and Manhattan. Well, he was the last time with... I saw Sean Hannity yeah. at a rural deli in New Jersey, because <laughs> yeah. they had the Fox on, yeah. Sean Hannity did a whole segment on how blacks have done far better under Donald Trump than they did under Obama. So they, mm-hmm. that, that might be the reason why they feel better about him because they're they're being propagandized constantly that their lives are somehow better but I'm, I'm, than but I'm, there's less of them that are unemployed I'm less of back, all of us no. supposedly but i don't buy that because like trump's history i believe that pete Buttigieg, that blacks are aliens to him and trump whatever he thinks about them he has always been like you know he was he was always hanging out with don king he was hanging out with um freaking al sharpton yeah out with jesse jackson yeah that's hanging true. out with um russell simmons uh, Mike Tyson, like the black people are not aliens to him. And I believe to Mayor Pete, they are aliens. And also there's the thing where um, black men are a lot like men in general, where yeah. there's a certain identification with that Trump, like, you know, go fuck yourself. I'm the boss. <laughs> go fuck yourself. I'm the boss. Oh, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I get it. No, no, no. I get it. Oh, my God. Look at the time. It's 658. It's almost 659 already. I want to go out with uh, some Neil Young because I was telling Keith Artell my story about buying an autographed, what I believe to be an autographed Neil Young copy of Weld on cassette at the Princeton Record Exchange. Yes. And I'm going to go with that story. I don't care. Because oh, what? Because come on. Neil yeah. Young signed this for somebody. I'm thinking at Reprise, the record label that he shares with Frank Sinatra. Uh-huh. I think maybe somebody was like Peggy in the, you know, at the front desk. Right, and he walked yeah. past Peggy one day, and she said, "Mr. Young, would you mind yeah. signing these? They're for my son. He's in the military." <laughs> and then somehow they ended up at the Princeton Record Exchange. What do you think of my backstory? Yeah, pretty, I, I, pretty good backstory. That's totally plausible. Totally, totally plausible. You know, uh, and then the guy at Princeton Record Exchange said, "You know, people break up, people die. We get stuff in here all the time." <laughs> and you know, he said he said he found a Philip Seymour Hoffman autograph on something one time. Oh, really? And I thought, oh, that's interesting. I met Philip Seymour Hoffman when he did Pilot Radio. I spoke directly to him, and he looked past me, and he never even responded. And the guy said, "Well, you know, knowing what we know now, maybe he was just all fucked up on heroin." And, and I was like, yeah. you know what? I hadn't thought of that. That could well be that he was just totally fucked up on the heroin. Right? Yeah, well, this is <laughs> taking a dark turn. <laughs> it's taking a very dark turn in the time that we have left. Uh, wow, we are so almost out of road. So I'm going to say thanks to Keith Hartel uh, for joining me here. We left out uh, how many candidates? Michael Bloomberg. Yang, uh, motherfucker. Y- Yang. I'm still a fan of Andrew Yang. Steyer. You know, Steyer. Bloomberg. Man. Bloomberg, Bloomberg yeah. is a whole hour in uh, itself because that... I got all kinds of theories about him. Yeah. Well, people don't like him because of the stop and the frisk. It's not deeper. big fans. It, that's yeah. not even the problem. Don't you think it'd be a good name for a band? Should we start a band called Stop and Frisk? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll do that right after yes. something here from... And I'm just going to go out with one of my longtime favorites. What the hell? Look out, mama, there's a... While we discuss Neil's guitar tone for just a moment, which people have tried to replicate, it's almost impossible because it's based on... 
not so much on pedals, but on actual Big speed tremolo yeah, on a Les Paul, which almost power gets, amp distortion of yeah. an old Fender amp yep. and uh, a huge reverb tank that he has to mount beneath the stage. And yeah, he's a fucking scientist. He's, he's a fucking psycho, like a doctor. He's a, he is. And uh, this is not from Weld, but it'll have to do. Arc. Oh, oh, it's the original. Yeah. This is from Russ Never Sleeps, I believe. Yeah, no, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. Side 2, Song 1. And it's still a very animatic song. We don't know what the fuck's going on in this song. It's, it reminds me of the Trump era. It's kind of like one of a great riff. Crazy Horse. It's got Crazy Horse. Oh, serious Crazy Horse. Yeah. And uh, let's listen to the rest of it. Fuck it. Thanks, Keith. Thank you, Chris. This is TheHoundNYC.com.